0: Hello, Michigan State fans, and welcome back to another edition of the 2021 Press Quarters Podcast. Uh, I'm Andrew Bell, and I'm joined today by a special guest, uh, my father, uh, Ronnie, is on his way to Miami, and our backup host, Juzer is also on his way to Miami. So uh, because I have a six-month-old son, I am not allowed to go to South Beach, and so I have asked my father a... uh, illustrious Spartan alum, uh, and uh, one of the most knowledgeable guys I know in my life to, to join me today. So, uh, Dad, welcome on.
1: Well, thank you very much, and, uh, you know, any port in a storm, I guess.
0: <laughs> I guess so.
1: <laughs> Can't get your regular guys, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I've, I've heard heard your, your work with Ronnie, and I, I know Juicer from way back. Uh, you were undergraduates together, and uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. So I feel very honored to okay. to do this kind of officially now instead of just just over the phone during the game, after the yeah. game, either celebrating or crying in our our drinks here or, or whatever.
0: Uh also please turn your phone to silent because this is live.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I'll I'll do that. Okay. I'll, I'll power that I off. Should
0: have, should have told you that. It's
1: it's tried. it's been going off the hook all day today. It's it's uh finals week for the <laughs> med students they have their <laughs> national final tomorrow and i i've been doing a lot of a lot of uh, my less serious job um but here we're we're talking okay, about yeah let's, let's let's
0: let's let's <laughs> let's let's get back to to actual uh what we're actually here for and that is to talk about the michigan state spartan football team um msu is coming off of uh two straight wins uh a 38-21 victory over Northwestern, and uh, last week's uh, forty-two to uh, well, a lot to fourteen. a little winning. Against I think fourteen. I think, I think 14. you're. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're. You might be right. So because uh, it's Youngstown State, and what not what does senile that mean? yet. Yeah, no, it's forty-two to fourteen. <laughs> it's really terrible. I couldn't remember. Um, so uh, b- both games, MSU opens up with seventy-five yard touchdown plays as the first pl- as the first play from scrimmage. Um, it as really planned. just uh, as puts planned. both uh, both. Yeah, as planned, right? Uh, puts both teams on their heel, uh, both opponents on their heels, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's the way it's that's the way it's been. It's been really off to the races. So, uh, did you have a chance to watch? Uh, Youngstown state, did you have any general thoughts about the, the program, the squad? What's, what's your take so uh, far this year? The
1: the best I could do is I I, I faced with the same situation you were, I, um, big 10 network was supposed to cover it, but, uh, here I'm in Indiana. And so instead they covered the Northwestern Indiana state game, uh, no Larry Bird sighting there. Uh, and, uh. And then you being in Illinois, I mean, in Chicago, you know, they put the Northwestern Indiana State game on. So they, they I've did. only, yeah, only heard highlights. I think that the game was over by the middle of the first quarter. Um, it, yeah, they, they jumped off. I mean, you really can't tell a lot from playing a team like that. It, it's, you know, not only it's an FCS school, but it's not a very good one. Um, you know, they have a reputation, but, you know, so did Harvard back in the day and, and they're kind of in that situation. I don't think we learned a whole heck of a lot. I think we got out, maybe worked out some some kinks and got a lot of players some playing times. It was nice to see uh, Jordan Simmons get in, kind of give Walker uh, a little breather. Not that he really needs a breather second game of the season, but why risk it? Uh, working that second back, I think it's important. It's going to be important to have that down in um, you know the steam bath down there and in Miami right. this coming Saturday, so um, you know. But there's I, 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 both games. I, I think you know. I, I think in an odd way, I, f- I would feel better if I was Miami than I do uh, uh, of the Spartans right now because I don't. I don't think uh, Spartans got much of a measuring stick uh, on the first two games of the season. It was. It was nice to see. Um, uh, an offensive line that actually wasn't offensive for a change and, um, you know, getting out to a big, you know, being aggressive, getting out to a lead like that, having, having an offense with a pulse, uh, was good, but, right. um, I, as you said, you know, Nor- Northwestern had virtually nobody coming back. I think only about three teams, four teams in the country had less coming back than they did. Uh, first game of the season. A lot of new guys on on defense for them, especially their linebackers. Well, yeah.
0: well, let's yeah. Let's let let us be fair here. I mean, MSU also has a lot of new faces on both sides of the ball. A lot of transfers they had to work in, yeah. and 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 they're still learning both this both schemes. So I, I think I, I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on the Northwestern fact because they they're known as a defensive team. They have uh, they do have they did have a new defensive coordinator, but they do have a good coach in um, in Fitzgerald. And I, I think I think you can see at least. Uh, look, I'll put it this way: when the offensive line has been bad, I mean they struggled to move the ball against bad teams. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And so if they're if they're putting up, you know, <clears throat> you now 299 yards per game on the ground, uh, even against cupcakes, I mean, uh, you know, the Antonio's bad. O- o lines would be like, okay, we're at 150 yards a game against bad teams. Okay, we're, right, we're, right, you know, yeah. barely enough. But the, but they're doing but they're doing what a decent. Or good line should do to subpar competition.
1: Yeah, and that's um, good to see. That's good yeah. to see. Yeah, they put up well over three hundred against Northwestern. I think on the ground they didn't? did, and yeah, they were yeah.
0: yeah, and they were in the 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 two sixty range or so against against. It, it, they come out to two ninety nine uh, on yeah, average, which yeah, is yeah. which is fantastic. I mean, really, it is. Um, I think I think the other thing to note on on um, what's really caught my eye is that there has been a huge number of players getting into games in the first half
1: yes yeah it's, it's it's a it's a merry-go-round i i mean it's or musical chairs whatever metaphor you want to use or analogy you want to use uh but that's good uh you know they it it stimulates competition it it helps it helps on the practice days it, it helps on the sundays and mondays because you get your guy there maybe you weren't tabbed to start this particular game but darn it, you know, if you put your effort in, Tucker's going to get you in the game. You're going to make contributions. Uh, It's not going to be at mop-up time. It's not going to be only if you blow out. I mean, um, uh, how many years did we see that with Antonio? We couldn't get any any snaps for the backup quarterback because he just couldn't risk it in a game. But, um, you know, maybe it was the competition that allowed him to do that, but that's okay. It allowed them to do that. It allowed them to to uh move a lot of guys in i mean to get 10 guys uh, 10 different guys on the offensive line that are are playing and they're and they're you're playing that many because not because guys are injured like they've been in the past um uh, but just because they can now um in in similar substituting they didn't substitute uh hardly at all if at all in the secondary against Northwestern which was a little concerning because uh, we made this this quarterback of theirs uh, who hadn't played a, a down of football in almost two years, and when he did, he played really miserably. Uh, he he went for you know almost seventy percent of his passes completed and two hundred eighty yards and three touchdowns. And and worse, as far as I I I'm concerned, is is drives that you know push seven minutes over eight minutes. Even a short field drive took five minutes, uh, and that's that. Ben don't break kind of philosophy molded in with a lot of new guys molded in with a defense where you have to do a lot of thinking and reading. And when you, you have to think too much and you don't have a lot of experience doing that. Uh, and you're rolling a lot of new guys in, you, you've you got guys that are, 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 playing on defense. They're, they're taking a split second to think instead of just reacting naturally. And I think that shows up on the field. Um, yeah, I think
0: I I, I it's through two games though. I, I think it's I think it's safe to say they look better than I thought they would.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I think talking in we, we, coming in, we thought the the Northwestern game would be a toss up, and um, you know, it, obviously expected to blow out Youngstown, and um,
1: yeah, you beat Northwestern your by eighteen. I mean, right.
0: and, and it really was <laughs> never. I mean, it, I don't think they even got within fourteen. She, no, they, I think they cut it 21 14 or no, no, they were going to cut it to 21 14. Um, and then they, we they stopped them. They missed a field goal, went down, got a touchdown. It was 28 to seven. It was basically right. over at that point. <clears throat> and I, I haven't seen a, te- I haven't seen an MSU team jump on an opponent like that in a long time. And, no, it's and been it a re-
1: really long time.
0: And I think, I think that's a, I think that's a tip of the cap to Tucker understanding that what he has is a pretty decent. At least the beginnings of a pretty decent offense. Uh, you've got a running back you have to respect. You have a, a possibly a backup running back you have to expect uh, respect. You have Naylor who was last year's leading receiver. You have Reed who just took the top off of Youngstown State, uh, and you've got Thorn who can move a bit. You, you've got to respect basically every skill position, eh, tight yeah, end. You and don't the, know. and
1: the other other receivers they have I think are pretty good. They're 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 kind of. In the shadows, under the radar.
0: I think Trey Mosley's a nice player.
1: Oh yeah, he reminds me of of Mark Dell uh, before before well before he got hurt and after he got better. Um, Same kind of build, uh, same kind of you know, kind of what we call almost ballet like strides. You know, smooth strides down the field and and great hands. Uh, Yeah, you know, Naylor's got speed, but sometimes his 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 hands are in the other state cross straight line yeah. you know
0: it, yeah you know. And that's the frustrating thing with him because yeah. he'll get open and then he'll be hit right in the hands and he'll drop him and mm-hmm. um i mean he's 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 only got he's got six catches for 59 yards uh you know not not even 10 yards a catch but you know we, we saw him against northwestern clear crossing route beat the linebacker had a step and just flubs it off his hand i mean he that that's a 10 15 yard gainer right there and that's the kind of mm-hmm. stuff that Um, I, I, I guess I would say I haven't seen a lot of execution errors on the offense. Um, and and that's been surprisingly, I think it's been so refreshing to fans that I think they're overlooking a little bit what I think are potential canaries in the coal mine on the defense. And that is really the lack of a pass rush. Um, and the Ben don't break on the run defense. I mean, they're start. I think they're giving up. On the year, I have to pull it up, but uh, the, the third down defense needs to needs work. I'll put it. I'll let's let's just put it that way. Well,
1: just just read the numbers. I, I think Youngstown uh, uh, completed third or fourth downs better at a fifty percent rate. You can't you can't do that. I mean, you you've got to you know not only. Are, are you allowing them to move when they have no business moving down the field, but they're, they're burning the clock. And, and yeah, if you're up 42 to seven or something, let them burn the clock, but, but you're not going to have that luxury against a Miami or against some of these other teams that come up in the big 10. Um, and that, that bothers me a little bit. I, yeah.
0: No, no, keep talking. Keep going. No, I was
1: saying I, I, I was a little bit surprised. I, I, I know Northwestern was supposed to have, um, Decent offensive linemen. I think they started three guys that were, were not only former starters or previous starters, but also considered pretty good. But I, I was, see the Northwestern game. I saw, I, I saw start mm-hmm. to finish. Um, I, I, I was expecting better, better push from the front four, and uh, I wasn't seeing it. They weren't getting knocked back. No. But, but they, they, they were leaving, letting the quarterback have far too much time and nobody was getting in between offensive linemen they were you know and that's just slow footwork you know you're 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 just not maneuvering around the blocks or finding a gap one one person along that line to get through and and, and be disruptive they they looked slow they 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 uh, you know i i remember you know, we we had guys that were kind of converted, um, Lawrence Thomas and Pickleman, and and but they they had a step. It seemed these guys didn't seem to have a step. I was, I was kind of shocked on that, and I I don't know, like I couldn't see with the Youngstown State because there's just no well, film on them. Well,
0: they 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 run almost a full read option. System like, like, uh, like the old Rich Rodriguez teams, yeah. Um, yeah. so, so you don't really have this. They ended up with two sacks, but uh, you don't really have the same opportunity. It, it's hard, it's hard to 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 really evaluate. I mean, the problem with Northwest, they ended up with four sacks against Northwestern, which sounds great on paper, but I think the guy threw like 55 times, and yeah, so that's the other that's, thing, hey, too. You know, that's you that, that number, 180
1: yards. But he, he he threw I think fifty four times. There's, they've got another pass in there. I don't know who that was from, um, uh, on the stats. And and I think his his yards per pass were something like four point six or something. No, it's it was a, it was six
0: it was six point six. And the okay, scary below just, seven. It, yeah, yeah. But the scary thing is that he he went up against Indiana State's defense and only threw for like four and a half yards an attempt. And so that's, that's where I got that's got that me. Yeah. so that, that's that's one thing that's really getting 66, me a little
1: sixty six yards total passing of, right. of which they scored 14 points, I think within the first two possessions against Indiana state and then scored only 10 the rest of the game. And this guy that looked like uh, you know a young Peyton Manning against us throws for a grand total of 66 yards in the game. It looks like they didn't take him out either. Like he, he got yanked or got hurt or anything like that. He played the full game, only 66 yards, 25 of which were in that, I think that first touchdown drive—it was a 25-yard touchdown. Right. And I mean, and and, and compared to us, I, and 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 the big thing is, you know, after the game, and I read that uh, Ronald Williams. You know, this guy, um, you know, Alabama recruit. He's, uh, I think, a former four-star uh, mm-hmm. cornerback. You got uh, Gervin on the other side, uh, who, to me, is it's flip a coin whether he's going to blow a coverage or make a play. Um anyways, this this Williams guy, they said he was targeted 9 times in the northwestern game and he gave up seven completions. I, well, I mean, that's it, awful. It, it, and then they took him out against Youngstown, I read, mm-hmm. and put Gervin in, I guess the whatever the Kimber- number one qu- K- K-
0: They put they put Chester Kimbro from Florida in um-
1: Oh, okay, him, but they they kind of used the uh, do I have Gervin right? Is that right, Kalon? Yeah, what? yeah, right. Yeah, uh, he's supposed to be a, a good guy. He was a near four-star recruit. He was. No, a, he,
0: he was a he was a top like two hundred player. He yeah, was a, yeah, He was exactly. a four-star.
1: Exactly, and and he gave up I think eight uh, completions on like eleven passes targeted his way or something like that. To be so that's to be
0: just, to be fair, and because I, I understand that the raw numbers don't look that great. Most of that. Uh, so sometimes corners get beat. Um, I'm not saying they're dark, wisdomard, or anything, but um, right that that happens. And a lot of what Northwestern did was underneath, have to work the clock, kind of what their system is. And MSU allowed it. The problem was it, against Northwestern was that um, you know the, the they converted four or five fourth downs. And Youngstown State completed all four of their fourth downs. So MSU's third down defense is at forty-two percent, which is still high, but but yeah. not 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 nuclear. But they've given up eight of nine fourth downs. So between third and fourth downs, they've given up five, over fifty-one percent. That that's going to get your defense absolutely exhausted by year end. Um, I, I, I think. Williams, I think you can give a a little bit of a, I mean, look, I I hyped him up too because I was excited to have him there. Um, He got hurt last year and basically didn't play in a game for a year and a half. So if his timing's off, he was right there to make the plays. He just didn't have the feel for the ball. And I I don't wonder if he he gets another crack at this. Um, But but that's your point. I I think you had a really nice point earlier about Um, running guys in games is that it keeps them sharp in practice and it keeps the practice squad sharp during the week. That's really, it's really smart because I think you're, you're absolutely right that D'Antonio didn't, I mean, he'd certainly substituted, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't the, he wasn't playing 55 and 60 players every single game.
1: No. And the Um, substitutions were kind of crazy sometimes too. I mean, even when he had some semblance of, of health uh, along his offensive line, he would take a guard, and then move him over to play tackle. And, right, and, you know, and and when a when a, a tackle had to come out instead of putting in the next tackle up, you would room two positions. You would you would take a guard, a starting guard, move him over to the to become the replacement tackle, and then bring another guy in to replace right. the guard that you just moved i mean that just it, it just boggled my mind the number of combinations well, that's they had.
0: that's jim Bowman, and we're not gonna we're not <laughs> gonna beat up yeah. on the whole era yeah um, but so suffice <clears throat> to say i I, th- I think i think what tucker knows is this there's no n- nothing teaches like experience and they're going to need all the help they can get for the net for the rest of the year so i'm i'm encouraged that he's doing that and um you know, we'll, we'll see what where that comes up. On the other side of the fence, Miami, um, you know, you're right. They've played better competition than MSU has through through two games. Uh, they also got absolutely pantsed by Alabama and were in a dogfight with um, uh, with Appalachian State. And I watched I watched a good chunk of that game. I mean. Both teams had a chance to really put it away beforehand, but the fact is, I mean, Appalachian State was right was right there.
1: Um, with but them. here, here's my thoughts on that game, and I, not I, because I, I, I look at the psychology of this some somewhat. You got Miami comes into the season with for them what are, are like high hopes. They 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 think they're 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 turning the corner, getting back into their glory days again they got this big game they're pointing for against Alabama and uh you know they 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 believe they got a chance they got this you know second coming of Randall L or or I, I maybe that's his best analogy uh, maybe not even that uh and 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 they they come in there and you're right and and I saw a bit of that Alabama Miami game when it was still close and Miami had a couple couple chances down inside the 10 yard line and and just it, including a fourth and in, in goal at the one and a third and goal, I think, at a one and couldn't get it in, um, it, you know, kind of like the game we played where uh, that game we got, the second game where Connor Cook with his, right. I don't care what anybody said, he had a bum shoulder.
0: We, we know, time. we know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, um, but, you know, at halftime, we were threatening, near halftime, we were threatening to score and would have made it, I think. 10-7 at the half or something like that. I mean, yeah. you know, it would have been in the ball game, And then we we couldn't get it in, or he threw an interception, I think, right there. And and that's just deflating. And so, you know, Miami, they had a big hype. They were uh, you know, a national game televised and and all this hype, and we're coming back, and we've got our famous alma mater coach and all this kind of thing. And then you get, you know, get what happens when you play Alabama, right? <laughs> you know, in an established team like that. And and that has to be deflating. And I, I think, I look at the Appalachian State game, having not seen it, but hearing what happened in that game uh, from some of the Miami um, podcasters and radio announcers and whatnot about a lot of drop passes, uh, a crappy offensive line play, not knowing what's mm-hmm. going on, a um, um, lot of penalties, uh, things like that. And that to me sounds like a typical hangover game where where you are just so deflated uh from from the high you were at and and being knocked down so badly that come Monday Tuesday when you got to get it back together for your next opponent, it's not there you're you're practicing on short essentially short you know short practice you you blew the practices feeling sorry for yourself and i I just it it, it bugs me a little bit. this is what's setting up here is kind of analogous. Last year, for Michigan State, remember? Remember, second game of the season, they played Michigan, and and Rocky Lombardi does look like Vince Lombardi and Newt Rockney all rolled into one, and right, and and Ricky White comes out of nowhere, this freshman phenom, um, and and we we totally expose Michigan, and um, our, our defense lets them back in a little bit. We hang on and we beat Michigan. We were twenty four billion point underdog in that game. And we're feeling pretty good. And the third game on the schedule is Iowa, and Iowa's was changing some things up. And no,
0: I I know where you're going. They had, yeah, the, they, had they had two and- losses, and then they buckled down. But the difference, though, and I, and, I, and here's because I know where you're, I know exactly what you're going to say. The Iowa buckled down. They they put their their nose to the grindstone, crushed MSU, and went on to win. You know, now I think eight straight games or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever their streaks on. Here's the difference, though, because I, I did watch the the Appalachian State game um Miami wasn't focused wasn't dialed in and quite frankly they weren't focused and dialed in against Alabama I mean they were hyped but they were not they were not that they do not have the look through two games of a team that is well coached when I watched their offense and defense play they're athletic they're big they're fast I can't for the life of me figure out what exactly they're trying to accomplish on offense. I Hmm. understand their defense is aggressive, but I can't tell you that they're, um, you know, like, okay, this is their, this is their system. It's, it's not like a mult just like where it's a multiple defense where it's like, okay, you know, now they're in a 40 nickel. Now they're in a four, three. Now they're running a three, three, five on third down. They're going to bring, you know, the double, you, you know, when you watch the Antonio coach team, you knew what was coming on first and second down. You knew what was coming on third down Yeah. that that three down lineman delta formation on third down. You got the four, you know, the Mm -hmm. four, three, you know, press quarters. It kind of evolved into a cover three Mm at times over the last couple of years. But you, but you looked at it and you knew what that team looked like. I don't see that with Miami. I see a collection of football players playing football rather than a football team. Executing an offense and a defense. So well that
1: that bodes well, especially against a team. You got to hand it to Tucker. I mean, I, I, I you see what seems to be better discipline on this team, uh, uh, better focus. Um, you know, knock wood uh, with the penalties and stuff like that. They Michigan State seemed to know what they were doing. Um, and again, Youngstown State, you. you what are you going to say? It's a practice squad here. Well, it's, you know, it's, you're,
0: you're absolutely right. And, and it was important to get a lot of guys in, in a lot yeah, of, a yeah. lot of experience. And they did a great, I think they did a great job of doing that. I mean, when you have Jordan Simmons running for a hundred and, you know, 140 yards or whatever he did, uh, that's good. You want your backup to be able to, to take it to a, a, a weaker opponent. Um, but, but I guess, I guess now, now turn into the, to the actual, um, To the actual matchup here Um, look they are a I'll just kind of give you an overview Um, they are a quote unquote power spread offense which is similar to Urban Meyer early Urban Meyer right
1: right.
0: so running quarterback your your quarterback's really going to be your number two um, rusher he's going to be your second running back Um, and then they want to hit play action off the read option on offense on defense they're uh, they're a four three that has you know a bandit or you know a star linebacker or whatever you want to call it um their starter's out and so they're playing a, fir- a first time starter there and their their middle no, a freshman. first
1: first first time starter where
0: at weak side linebacker
1: oh okay at and well, they have a week. freshman at the other
0: linebacker right so so they have hmm. a, a, a true freshman Corey Flagg is their starting middle linebacker, and then their weak side linebacker is Wayman Steed, uh, who's a redshirt junior but doesn't play much. He's like 5'11", five eleven, two twenty, and so so he's playing the the those those are the two that would be the equivalent of uh, Steed is playing Crouch's position, and Flag is is um, uh, Halliday's Halliday's position. I was going to yeah. say Harvey, but Harvey doesn't play anymore because. Mel Tucker plays the best players, which is great. Yeah. Um, so their their striker is uh, number five. That's their that's what they call their bandit or star linebacker or nickel. Uh, Am- Amari Carter, uh, you know, he's six foot two hundred pounds. You know, his backup 208. So those yeah, are right, right. More, more safety looking. So I guess it's, yeah, a four, yeah. it's a four it's a four two five. Um, I was they they ran a decent amount of cover one. Um, but, a, but a lot of cover one and cover two, I didn't see a ton of cover three from what I saw, uh, meaning usually two deep safeties rather than three, de- a, a three deep. Um, and so cover one dad is just, just to remind you, you know, this, but, um, you know, one deep safety usually pressed corners. Uh, usually it, it's usually a, a blitzing formation. You're right, trying, to right, jam, right. trying to jam, jam the would guys, you, not allow you, hope them you can these. burn.
1: And if you can burn. It, it, the guys off to the races. I mean,
0: right? Yeah, that's exactly correct. <clears throat> and so, um, it, and the the press quarters worked because you had the the benefits of a cover four with with the pressing that that allows you to get the pressure home. So, anyways, um, that's you know Manny Diaz is their coach. Um, he is embattled. Um, there is all there are a um, uh, there's a lot of naysayers about him. Um, going back to last year, they got blown out, um, by Oklahoma state and, and North Carolina. Um, you know, they, they famously have the turnover chain, but they tend to gamble for turnovers Mm -hmm. and kind of like you saw for MSU down, you know, in, in 2019 guys are trying to rip the ball out while they keep running. And I watched, I watched, um, I think I, I think I counted seven or eight extra yards for on just one running play. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, I guess like a screen pass or something where the the DB. Um, no, I'm sorry. It was a out. I don't know. The, the, anyways, the point was receiver catches the ball. He takes two steps, and the DB is trying to punch the ball out rather than tackle him.
1: And the guy just keeps running. Yeah, I never it, understand that. I don't. You either. know, if 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 you got you got a guy wrapped up, and, and a second guy comes in, let let the second guy try to rip the ball out. But I mean, the minute you, why, why are you freeing up an arm to take the ball instead of wrapping up around the guy's legs or, or, or his waist, you know, just do a little physics experiment, you know, hook, hook up a runner to a, a, a little crane lift with a belt around him and lift his feet you know, uh, 18 inches off the ground and see how far he gets down the field, no matter right. how, what kind of an athlete he is. Right. I mean, no, I, I, I'm kind of joking around with that, but that's really what Chris Spielman, uh, which I, I love that guy as a, as a, a color commentator, you know, you, you, you grab around the legs and you pull, you know, because if the, if the feet aren't touching the ground, the guy's not going anywhere. And, and, what's the worst thing you can do? You know, leave all the muscles from the waist down on a guy free. So you're tackling the football, right? (laughs) Good luck with that. I mean, yeah, you, you might punch one out or rip, but we've seen that. We've seen that in in all the years we've been watching football of, of a guy getting a ball, you know, ripped out, literally, you know, like peeled out. But I I've seen many more times when guys are trying to do that. And all it does is let the guy get an extra extra yards after, after yep. when he should have been dropped dead, I, you know, I don't like that stuff, but
0: yeah, well that's, and, and, and that's been kind of the issue. I mean, I think I, when, when you think about Miami's team, I, I guess, I guess we'll start with, with their, well, let's start with state's offense. So um, you, they've got a, um, you know, they have a relatively deep defensive line. They're going to play four D tackles. They're going to play five defense or four, at least four defense, three defense, three to four defensive ends. This is Um, this is
1: Miami's got the depth. mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm 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 sorry. I I have I have that wrong. Um, I I'm sorry. I really I misread their depth chart. (laughs) That's my fault. (laughs) That's my fault. They. I was going to say I
1: hadn't heard anything about that. No, no.
0: I. It's because they have the guys the guys listed in two places. There's There's really four four D tackles total. Um, they just had some oars and I, I thought the, um, g- guy that stood out to me, uh, number one, Nesta Jade Silvera, which has a great name, yeah. um, six, two, three Oh eight junior. Um, in that three, he, he's supposed to play both defensive tackle spots. They do run the, the one tech nose tackle and the three tech, you know, one gap B gap guy, the drill. type. Oh,
1: that, totally that has been the bane of, of state no, 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 offenses no, no, since no, no, the dawn of time.
0: No, 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 no not a three-four. I, what I mean is, uh, you mean the nose tackle lines up to the left of center, not up on the center, but left or right depending on how the formation is, and the other guy is op, on the other side of the formation. It, it's the same. It's the same front that MSU ran under Antonio. Okay,
1: okay, yeah, front. I know what you mean now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and so. Um, yeah, it's not a three, four, don't worry. Um, it's definitely a four, it's definitely a four, two, five aligns like a four, three, um, for the most part. And so the, um, what I was going to say is they, they, they get penetration. Okay. They're averaging, I think nine tackles for loss per game. Uh, Through two games, yeah, I mean they're aggressive. Um, They've but they've got, um, yeah, they've got a mix of experience. I mean, Silvera is a junior, and he he splits time with uh, Jared uh, Harrison Hunt, who's a redshirt freshman. Okay, and then the other guy, uh, Jonathan Ford, is a senior, and those three really rotate in the middle. Middle, they really only have one backup in Jordan Miller that gets in as well. Um, at end, it's J- Jafari Harvey, great name, but he's only a redshirt freshman. Uh, okay. 6'4", 255, though, a, a guy I wish MSU had on their team. Um, and the kid that also stood out to me was Chance Williams, 30, number 33. He's a true freshman, uh, and he got in quite a bit against um, – against, uh, Appalachian state Appalachian. as a, as a designated pass rusher. So they've got, you know, these long six four two fifty five 255 type of DNs, but in, in talking to Miami fans and, and all that throughout the day, the, um, the, the time, I, I'm not seeing those guys really make plays. Those guys aren't making plays behind the line of scrimmage. It's been the tackles. Uh, Silvera has three tackles for loss. Uh, Harrison Hunt, who he splits time with has two and a half tackles for loss and they lead the team. Um, Miami only has two sacks on the year. Um, they're both from the ends uh, from Williams and Harvey, the two freshmen. Uh, and that's been kind of the complaint about Miami, that their best talent is young and the coaches won't play the best players. Ever heard that before? Yeah. yeah um, sure have. Um, so I was kind of surprised because they, they, they get behind the line pretty well. They seem to get penetration, but they can't really get home. And I don't think either. Well, that's what
1: I th- I was seeing for Michigan state in the Northwestern game. they, Nobody was really getting home. Um, I, you know, they like you said they had four sacks. Is deceiving. I, I don't know. I was, I guess, I was a little disappointed in the defensive line play. Um, you know, I don't know how they did against Youngstown. All I saw is Youngstown was able to.
0: Well, this is this is this of, is this is MSU's offense against against Miami's defense. Right, right, so right, right, right. So the, I, I think I think my point is is and and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this all together. Their D line, if their D line isn't getting behind the line of scrimmage, their back seven has been tackling very poorly and they are making mistakes. They have that, they have that, um, um, the young linebacking group here and experience now that, I mean, I, I Dad, I, I saw linebackers, two linebackers in the same gap against, oh, against geez. Appalachian state on, on a run play that went up the middle. I mean, there are mistakes being made here that are, that are fundamental X's and O's position coaching mistakes. Um, I watched uh, to Corey couch, who's their, their starting corner, who I think MSU actually offered at one point. Um, he was the one that's trying to rip the ball out and he's a starter and he's just going for the ball and, and letting, letting the plays go, uh, bubble Bolden. He's a guy that kind of looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Um, he's a, <laughs> oh, I think he's a borderline five-star from, yeah, from USC six three, two hundred 200 safety, but he's as liable to be in the wrong you know, he'll go 60 miles an hour in the wrong direction. Um, and that's really been the complaint amongst the fan base is that they they've got these ad, they've got these athletes they got all these people. I mean, look, their, their leading tackler is a safety, Gervin Hall, uh, who's a very good player. But the backs, I, I think, I, my, my feel is with with the skill talent MSU has, if the line if the line holds up, State's going to be able to move
1: the ball. And that's the key. It all gets down to the line, does it not? Yeah, it I mean, always does. You know, it, it always does. It always I mean, does. It really but, does. But, but it, this it is tank, tanked many a season for state when they they were playing, uh, you know, uh, the mash units, um, and you know, eleven combinations in seven games because everybody's hurt, and you're you're seeing at least knock wood, you know, um, yeah. they're 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 uh, they're at least keeping, you know, they got ten players. Nobody seems to be really. Banged up. I think they've had guys come out a little bit for a play or two, but nothing, nothing terrible.
0: And yeah, as far as I know, the offensive line's healthy. And so I, I think, but my, I think my point is, th- this is an excellent litmus. This is a this is a real this this is a final exam type of test for them. Um, they're not going to see a line this athletic. Until probably they play Ohio State and Penn State at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, you're um, probably right because yeah.
0: overall the skill, the the ability, the tackles are. A, Michigan's got you know Aiden Hutchinson's a good a good player. He's not an All American. Stop it. He's not. Stop. Um, But he, <laughs> I never uh,
1: said he would. No, I would not never you. I, I was.
0: Yeah. You know, I know. Never give him an inch. But I mean, but honestly, I mean, he's a he's a good player. He's not. He's not otherworldly um but they don't have the de-tackles i think that um that uh, miami does i mean this is an i mean this is a very aggressive quick twitch and i mean in in decent sized group of tackles. I mean, yeah. this is, I mean, you know, the, the other starters, six five, three eighteen. I mean, there, these are some big boys down there that are, are really going to get after it. And the ends are kind of that long lanky whip you around the edge. Problem is, again, they're really undisciplined and you end up with that, that see ball get ball kind of situation where you're, um, they get kind of so aggressive they come too far upfield and there's cutback lanes uh the quarterback can pull it down and you know the, the dn the dns got fooled on the read option i mean chase bryce for for appalachian state is not a runner and he was able to get around a few times for first downs because the ends were just rapidly crashing inside and just playing kind of out of control um and then again, look, look, they've got guys that are very fast and can make play, recover quickly and all, and all of that, but there's li- there's liable to be out of position as well. I mean, they, I mean, Appalachian state absolutely left, left, left points on the field. Um, and so a, I, I guess I'm looking at this as a, as a real, if MSU's offense is really improved, they should be able to score in the mid to high twenties on this defense, if not in the thirties.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's, that's what we've got to see. I mean, I, I still, still feel like, you know, sometimes, uh, talent like that, just, it takes time to click. I'm talking about Miami now. And, and, um, and then when it does, it's, it's like, look, looks out. I, I third games of the year are always kind of telling for me. Um, because you know, the first game, you're not sure what you've got. You're not sure what the team you're playing against has got. Uh you make a lot of mistakes, the prep between that first and second game is trying to fix those mistakes, get those things ironed out for the second game. But then the second game, after the second game, the the players have gotten two games under their belt, real games, not scrimmages anymore. Those that haven't been making mistakes have gotten some polish. Those that have made mistakes are stopped making them. And that that we can prep for the third game, providing you haven't had a bunch of injuries uh, early or anything like that, I think is when and a lot of times your your starting unit starts to be you know give you some idea of how good they can be and um you know it's 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 just after a season like we had last year after after seasons we've had recently with such poor offenses it's just hard to wrap your head around psychologically that maybe Michigan State can score points I mean there there were were times in Antonio's tenure you know the the one team, the, the, the team after the Rose bowl, that, you the know, 2014 had, team, right. Yeah. Over 40 some points a game, but even, even in those other times they were, you know, up in the upper twenties, 29 a game or something like that on average. And that was with the defense that wouldn't give anybody anything. So, um, but, but, you know, these last few years, you're so gun shy. It's, it's, it's just hard to believe we've got a guy. I I was, I was stunned by by Walker, um because um, he he we saw him play for Wake Forest uh, a
0: couple the, of years ago. Actually, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, ballgame, right. We
1: did, and and I'm going now. You know, this guy's like he's like you said, just a little bigger Javon Ringer. You know, Ringer was five nine and one ninety five. This guy is is five ten, I think, in two ten. Yep, like that. thereabouts. And 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 okay, so. Somebody blew a play on Northwestern. He gets a seventy-five yard touchdown, but then I'm looking at him getting down the field and people not being able to catch him. And I thought, I didn't think this guy had speed like that, you know. And then there, there, I've never seen a guy cut in the middle of a, of a, of a, of a, a junkyard, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, up the gut ten yards from the end zone. He's he's juking out a linebacker, then a safety in a, in a, you know, a 10 yard length and, and getting into the end zone and carrying people with him. And I'm going, wow, I, I haven't seen moves like that on a running back in, in ages. Uh, I, I mean, um, and it's, it's just like, it's knock, knock, you know, knock wood, am I dreaming? You know, does this, is this really a, a Michigan state running back that we're seeing here now? Um, uh, you know, well- I was, I, yeah,
0: and I, yeah, and I think I think there, I think his type of running where he's able to reverse field, and I don't know if you saw this against Youngstown, he he is actually caught behind the line of scrimmage. Like six, I did see that, and highlight. then he re- he reverses field. Now he's not going to get away with that against Miami. They're too they're too big and fast. Um, but the, that kind of cut back ability really can punish an over pursuing defense. And I see right. My, Miami gets downhill fast. They do they do blitz. They're aggressive. Um, in in that in that respect I certainly certainly is the case um, you know in terms of uh, tackles for loss you know I see their um, you know their their safeties have you know one and a half tackles for loss each um, so they're gonna bring their safeties down um, they're gonna they're gonna do some run blitzing um, but that also that also can it's a great it's, it's a it's a double-edged sword and when you if you over commit and the guys going the other way especially someone like Walker, that can be six points and, um, or if not, you know, if not massive, um, you know, a... You know, just massive play. Uh, I think what impressed me—not impressed me, but it has me encouraged—is that it, there appears to be some coherent game planning going on for Michigan State. Um, they knew, and and some people were like, "Why, you know, why do the flea flicker right off the bat against Youngstown State?" I said, "To put it on film for Miami. Now Miami has to think about it, and yes, it's yes, one it's more—it's one more thing to prepare for." They're, they weren't actually going to run a flea flicker against Miami. It's too—I think—I think that's too high risk on the road. You don't want to accidentally throw an interception or take a big sack. But they knew. It could Away well,
1: flea flickers take often too too right. much time to develop. So the only time it works is when you you, you catch, the, catch the defense. Not uh, uh imagining that at all. I, I remember the Michigan game. And I think it was Bill Burke, uh, the Plaxico Burrus. Yeah. Uh, t- you know they they just were not. They ran. I don't know who was our running back back then. I don't. I think that was past Cedric Irvin. I I can't remember. It doesn't matter but they, they kind of sold it as just a run play. It looked like the play was over and the guy turns around, throws it to Burke and Burke sits there and writes a letter to his girlfriend. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, says hi to the people in the stands and, and he, he throws to Bur- a Burress who does not get into the end zone after all of that, you know, after having like three right. yards on the guy, he just kind of loped it down the field thinking he had it made. But, um, but yeah, we do that. Well, so here, here's a play for you. So you know, right? We, we, we score on a, on a, a, a you know, cut to the outside, seventy-five yard first play, Walker, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking advantage of their their brand new linebackers who you said, you know, often get out of position, turn the wrong way or something like that. Boom, one play, seventy-five yards. The next game, we hear. and I remember you you texting me uh, because I couldn't yeah. watch the game, and you're going. <laughs> we did know, it again. <laughs> you. Go and I'm thinking, oh come on, Andrew, because you do this all the time. You know, yeah, and you and you, you say so and so flea flicker to to uh, Jaden Reed for 75 yards on the first play for a touchdown, <laughs> like this. And I said, oh come on, Andrew, you know, like and you go, I'm serious, <laughs> it yeah. really happened. You know, so they don't expect that. So here's what you do: you you over pursuing defense, right? You 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 uh, turn around and pitch it to Walker. Who who drags all eleven players to the left side, the short side of the field, and he turns around and flicks it to Naylor coming around on a reverse on the other side, and Naylor's got wide field, open field all the way down, seventy five yard touchdown first play, and State goes up seven nothing. So, what do you think right. of that?
0: Well, I think I think the 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 point is, and I guess I guess I'll wrap it up. This is this is going. I think this is going to be uh, for MSU's offense. It's going to be a boom and bust. For yeah. for b- both ways, I think I think I think I think both teams are set up to be boom and bust offenses and defense. our offense versus their defense is both boom and bust. So I think you this is actually gonna be a game of big plays and um, gonna come um gonna come down to um uh turnovers. I think if if yeah. I, if Miami can make a turn can get you know get their turnover chain going and can be plus two in turnovers, I, I, I think there's no chance to win. Uh, if MSU plays a clean game, I think um, you know their discipline can, is really going to take advantage of the um, of the the lack of discipline for Miami and really exploit them. And they've got the speed. I mean, look, it's not like MSU has has you know four you know receivers running a four seven. I mean, Reed and Naylor are fast. Um, yeah. Walker's fast. Simmons is fast, certainly fast enough. Um, you know, if Collins can go or if Joiner can go, you know, depending on their health, um, you know, you've got you've got some good skill players um, and a quarterback that that can pull the trigger. And I think you know Thorne's ability to throw it away is really going to be tested because there's going to be there's going to be plays where you just just accept. State's o line is going to get whipped, and there's going to be four, three or four. Right. You want to games. see
1: how how Peyton Peyton Thorn manages right. when he's under pressure. Right. Does he make? Does he make the wise choice? And does he he complete a, a, a third and seven, a third and ten or whatever uh, when he's getting rushed and pushed like I saw Cook do umpteen times? I saw Kirk Cousins do umpteen times. Uh, heck, I even saw Brian Hoyer occasionally do it. You know, have that, that split-second release and can get it. Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen him play when he's under duress uh, much. Um, I, I don't think we can go by the Penn State game last year, and he actually played pretty good. I mean, uh, Jerry DiNardo with the Big Ten uh, Network uh, has said, uh, you know, this was at the end of the season, COVID season and all that. And he he has commented on Peyton Thorne more than once, saying things that he sees, he saw last year that has all the markings of, of becoming a, a very good quarterback, uh, certain things he did, he pointed out. But this is this is going to be a good test for them, you know. At least at least they have the threat of a running game. At least so far, again, oh, knock, yeah. knock knock wood, their the offensive no. line is not is is not uh, a Yahtzee game. You know what you roll out or something like that. Huh. Um, you know they've got they've got more than two good receivers uh, there. They just you know the you know. Uh, um, Trey mostly is a good receiver. They've got guys on the bench there, and I. I what's Malik call uh, Malik? Um, why am I saying Malik call? That's the that's a basketball player. That would be nice at tight end, but um, the uh, Malik Carr. Carr, yeah. What's his status? He, He's didn't he played get a little play. He got he a little. Play. He, he
0: caught one one pass for. Um, I think one it was two for eight yards against eight yards, uh, okay. against. Um, uh, youngstown so he's you, keep, he's
1: you keep hearing about this you know um johnson uh, the tight ends figuring big in his thing i i remember times we've had tight ends that can get down to the middle of the field or down the side of the field um lots of tight ends in michigan state's past that all of a sudden that becomes a big weapon um you, you got you know, speed on the he's, outside.
0: He's just, he's just working back. He wouldn't, I, I don't think, I, I wouldn't expect him to factor in big here. No, nah, that's
1: too bad. You know, that's really too bad. He had a broken foot. Did he not? Something like Something that. Like that. S- stress reactions in his foot, which can be a real pain, literally and figuratively. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's too bad because they don't really have Gillison is, you know, big pedigree on the recruiting stars, but is not, um, uh, not panned out as right. some somebody. I mean, the guy is what 6'5", 255 or something like that. Yeah,
0: he's he, there's, he, there's he, a lot of there's a lot of dude there.
1: Yeah, and he God, that's just what what more can you ask for in a tight end? And he's done. I mean, he's he's been beat off out by a, a guy that was walk on punter. I mean, yes. uh, who's has not been bad on little short passes and whatnot, but. Um, yeah. We'll have to see. I, 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 just wish I had more confidence in our defense. I,
0: well, that's, that's I, what we're going to talk about that now. So let's, okay. let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that. So, yeah. so Miami does, does have a, uh, a experienced, very mobile quarterback in De'Ara King, um, played at Houston, uh, has actually been in college, I think since the 2016 class, I think he's a sixth year senior now, Wow! Uh, opted yeah. to came back, uh, ended up, Opted to come back and then tore his ACL right away in the bowl game. Really, really kind of sad. A uh, Good kid by all accounts. Um, just still working, still working his his still working his way back. Um, he's probably a better passer than Denard Robinson is. Um, not quite as fast, uh, but kind of similarly sized and situated. Right. He's um, you know five five ten. 195 he's listed at 511 195 you know or maybe six foot 200 um, so he, he looks and plays a lot like a running back but he's got a decent arm um, his his backfield mat mate is Cameron Harris who's a he's a solid junior running back he's not a spectacular runner but he, he runs pretty hard um, and so uh, that's really your your read option, but the problem was is they, their number two back, John Cheney, who was a, a, a top recruit, really had a promising future. Uh, he's he's out for the game. He's hurt, so now they've got a true freshman in with Harris, which means uh, they are going to have to use King as a runner a lot. And he ran the ball, I think, twenty times against Youngstown State, um, and he's run the ball. Against the App State, or, I'm sorry, Appalachian State. Yeah, yeah, he's. I'm sorry to say, <clears> yeah, I said Youngstown. Um, I mean, he's got he's got. 28 carries on the year with six stack. Maybe he's got 20 carries overall then because he's got 22 here. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's had a, yeah, he's had a, um, he's had to carry quite a bit of a load and a, a bigger load than I think they would want coming off the injury. And
1: uh, you mean, you mean D Eric uh, King, King yeah. is carrying too much. Yeah but it it is a it is an offense that's designed like you said where the quarterback's going to be the number two rusher yeah but, I mean, but
0: but but he's already i mean he's already been i mean he's got he's got twenty in two games he's got twenty eight carries you know i look i compare that to to Thorne that has eight carries in two yeah, games yeah, yeah you know, and thorne has been sacked twice, so assuming i don't think i don't think um yeah, Thorne's been so so Thorne's been hit, let's say 10 times on on running plays. King, King's been sacked 6 times and has 28 I mean that's included in the I guess, I guess that's included in the attempts now. Um point is he's been hit he's been hit about f- 3 to 4 times more than Thorne has mm. already and some of those were hit by Bama, a guy coming off an ACL injury. I, I got to think that that's a poor decision by the coaches to run him as much as they do.
1: It's a very poor decision. I mean, you're you're just asking for he 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 can he can pop that just by trying to make a cut or getting his spikes caught. Uh, he doesn't even have to get hit uh, to to uh, pull a knee like that or trying to avoid a rush. I mean, it just I I don't know. I, it's you know the back in the day, and I I you know started started watching, um, get, getting interested in. In fo- football, college football, and the Lions were halfway decent in the in the sixties, right. but you know, started at Michigan State in the seventies, and uh, that was before knees could be scoped. You know, right. and and a, a a torn torn cartilage, torn ACL, MCL, or anything like that, were almost a, a death knell for a football player. Um, they they would miss an entire next year. Really, right. uh, the the surgery well, was so involved and, and 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 they were never the same again. I remember a fellow student who was going to go to medical school saying the problem with with injuries like that that are, are sewn up again and is that scar tissue is weaker than your your native tissue and it's just very easy to injure again. And that's that's true. That's just biology. That's the way our our bodies work you have to worry about that a little bit. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I just don't, I, I've heard of a few Miami podcasts that, some things on ESPNU, I get on Sirius radio and stuff like that, that, um, he, he is just, um, they're just not clicking. Uh, he, he seems to be out of sync. Uh, every, every, the whole team seems to be out of sync and, it worries you a little bit because you can look bad for a couple of games and finally get your shit together.
0: Well, Dad, you can't yeah. swear. Okay. That's okay. Oh, can't swear? Okay. I'm sorry. Please, please don't.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, all I guess right.
0: you can. You just did. But they, I just please, did. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. I, I'd, yeah. li- I'd like to try to keep this as family-friendly as possible. It's family, all right. Family-friendly. Um, c- but let me let – me, Yeah. All just, right. Keep your
1: shirt together. Okay, you
0: know? I thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Um, so, anyways, I, 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 I guess I'd say this. The, their skill talent is is fast. Okay, they've got, I guess the running back isn't, he, he's 5'10, 215. He's kind of well built, but he's he's not exactly a burner, but he's solid. Um, Keyshawn Smith is a freshman receiver. He's actually their leading receiver. And then they, Charleston Rambo, who is a top 100 ish player, uh, transferred in from Oklahoma. Yeah. And he's he's their number two receiver, and they get those two get the most of the. Those are their two outside guys. Uh, Rambo's got twelve catches for eighty six yards. Uh, Smith is eight for one hundred and ten. Uh, and then they they their slot's split between Mike Harley and Xavier Restrepo. I think those are both either I think they're sophomores. Um, and in this, the slot combines for another twelve catches. The problem is, is that this team just doesn't have downfield. Capabilities. I, I, their, their longest play from scrimmage is 36 yards in two games.
1: Yeah, now um, why would that be? You, you've got you've well, got a guy you, like Rambo well, you, there, and a guy that can throw the ball, even though he's he's short, he's got an arm. Uh, De'Ara King. And what, what's the deal there? I think
0: two two things. Offensive line is not is not is just not good. Uh, they've you know I said that you know they've got you know they're at eight eight and a half or nine tackles for loss a game. Well, they're giving up seven and a half or eight a game. Themselves, including mm. three sacks a game. That's a lot. Um, yeah. And and even if Alabama got four of those, I mean, you still. I mean, I watched Appalachian State's D line move their O line, and and these are these are giant guys. I mean, they've got a guard that's six like six, five, 348. But dad, they're asking. They're asking. Him to pull. They're asking their 350 pound guard to pull, and no. he can't. They're trying to run a power offense, but they can't get their guard around to go run the play. And so it's like it's like back when they had Benny McGowan for MSU. It's like okay, pull, and he's like, uh, you know, he, yeah. just, he can't he can't get to the spot. And nothing against him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I just it was the wrong play, wrong wrong thing to ask an offense. You don't ask a six 350 pound guard. To, to move and he's a senior. You know, their right side of the line is really struggling. Uh their right tackle is only 63 and he can't he's not kicking out the way he should. Um you know, Zion Nelson's a true sophomore their left tackle. He's a pretty solid player. Um their center's been out so they've had a redshirt junior play okay, Corey Grainer, but it, it, their line dad is just not there and that's what what that, what that has is is that it's forcing King to either pull the ball and run. Throw the ball away, try to create, and when you're creating, and and you you have your release throws underneath, especially against the the zones that they've played against, um, it there isn't there isn't the capacity for tackles uh, for yards after catch, and their slot receiver Harley is the one kind of the one they were you know he's kind of a R.J. Shelton type. Mm -hmm. He, He last year he averaged like nine plus yards after the catch. On the year per catch, which is fantastic. That's awesome. This year, he's at like 1.8 because huh. the the timing is off. So you're right. I guess they could get it together at any time. But what I've seen to date is is an offense that's got good skill talent, but they're being really held back by that offensive line. Um, so I I'm, I'm I guess I'm cautiously optimistic overall because Miami doesn't look like they've got it together. If they were well coached, they would be an actual top fifteen team. I think they've got the talent to do that, um, but but right now things just it just doesn't work. The they're, they're missing blocks. They're not pulling right. Um, the downfield pass and, and they're not looking downfield either. I mean, it feels a lot like a a Dave like a Dave Warner offense. And, and 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 they're supposed to have great tight end play. I mean, Miami's supposed to be tight end. You and Will Mallory is 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 not being number eighty five. Isn't being targeted. So I don't know. My I guess my concern, and you hit on this too, is that you know I, I don't know that MSU has a pass rusher. I mean, all their ta- all their sacks are coming from except for Petrowski's against uh, Youngstown. They're all coming from safety blitzes and, and linebacker blitzes. Which if that's what you have to do, you have to do. Um,
1: I I don't mind the the line. Um, not not getting the sack. If I I, I do do subscribe affect, to the uh, affect the quarterback affect the quarterback. Right. Yeah, you know the quarterback, uh, especially if he's experience is gonna, you know, throw it away and fight another day. Okay, well then you your defense won that down. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, the sacks are flashy and all that, and it gets the crowd hyped up and the team hyped up. But but you gotta gotta affect the passer, and that's what I didn't like. Uh, what I saw in the Northwestern game, they they were letting um, that that uh, that Clemson transfer guy just kind of park around back there. They they were occasionally giving some pressure, but far too much time. Um, and and that guy wasn't feeling any pressure. I mean, even I could can complete a, a eight yard pass if if I have all day to sit back there. Of course, I'd have well, to be on a stepladder to get up <laughs> and over the lineman. But, but, but I mean, but even then, you know, I could climb the ladder and throw the pass because if you give it enough time. But and that that's what I worry about. It, it, it's. You know, I, I don't know what it is. Isn't isn't Hunt uh, isn't, is hasn't his foot or ankle been dinged up?
0: I don't know. I, 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 he, thought, he's, I thought he's played. He's played each he's game. He's
1: played, but but you know he's supposed to be the second coming of Gerald Worthy, and I haven't seen that yet. Um, and, well, it's
0: also. I mean, I think we Youngstown only threw like fifteen passes or something, and we sat, They sacked him twice in that, so that's pretty. That's to yeah, be expected. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Northwestern runs. Northwestern runs short underneath stuff and i think that's uh, it's a little harder to get the pressure so i again i think this is this is a team where you're really going to get a uh, a feel for what they what they what msu has uh one, one thing to note miami does have pretty good special teams they have a very a very very good punter mm-hmm. in um, uh lou Headley. i mean just i mean i mean like 47 yards in the, you know, five second hang time booming, you know, big punts. Um, and, and that, that really hurt Appalachian state. They were, Appalachian state was consistently starting inside the 20 inside the 10. Um, right. right. And, um, you know, but, but, uh, Miami allowed a kick return for a touchdown against Appalachian state.
1: Hmm.
0: Again, again, because of poor discipline, um, they took a wrong, the wrong lanes. And when you do that, it's just, you open yourself up to, um, to big plays. So, so we'll see. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge believer in MSU special teams so far, but, um.
1: No, the punter has looked, uh, considering. Berenger. You know, yeah. Yeah. That he was a walk on or a, a yeah. late ad or something like that. He, he looked good at Northwestern. Um, and I don't know how he did against Youngstown state. I, don't, I would imagine they didn't punt that much. Um, but, um. You know, one one thing about about the game, you play the psychological game or something like that. You know, you got got Miami here. They could be of the mindset that okay, we got got our um our uh, hat's handed to us. Uh, Alabama, that's Alabama though, it kind of down and we kind of got too down too long and kind of kind of we're not prepared for app state. But now we're going to get it together and we're going to we're going to work on these things. We're going to get things together and and you get a team. If that team gets off to a fast start, that snowballs. On the other hand, if a team like that has got question marks all over the place uh, comes in and gets behind the eight ball of state, if state can jump that team um, uh, to start the game, then you you just destroy all that. We're going to turn it around. We've got we 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 we've learned from our mistakes. Today is a better day. All, all the, all those doubts, especially fans in the stand. Everybody, the team, especially, is all going to come flooding in. Then, you know, it, it's, it's, stay can get out, get out and uh, punch them in the face. Fast here, um, we'll have to see. I I, I,
0: I, 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 agree wholeheartedly. I think, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, no, you're
1: not cutting me off. That's okay.
0: Um, the. E- if MSU can start hot again, I think they have a real chance to to win this. And I think what gives them the chance to do that is the big play ability they have on on throughout their skill players. Um, you know, it, we, even though Naylor hasn't hit, he can he can connect deep. Reed, we've already seen Walker can go the distance, um, and so it, you have the ability to 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 get a you know a six play touchdown drive, bang 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 bang, right off the bat. Um on the defense, I uh, you know, I'm a little less I would take the ball if I'm Michigan State and try yes. to, to I, I, would, that's I, would, exactly actually, I what would I would actually I would actually be aggressive here. Um that's I, I think you're I think you have to lean on your offense right now as the defense really kind of figures itself out, especially the secondary. I, I'm just not seeing the playmakers on the defense to force the turnovers. I mean they've only got one in two games uh no no uh yeah yeah just the one interception i think that's it because they didn't have one against northwestern
1: and that that was a a highlight reel oh, yeah. interception oh it I was
0: mean. but but the point is is that they're not they're not affecting the quarterback into making mistakes and getting turnovers and you, that'll come eventually i mean you don't go through the year with one intercept with one turnover created but um so I think you need to put the pressure on Miami from this, the jump. Um, right. And, and the other thing, I mean, look, the weather's going to be horrific. I mean, I, the thought of the, the mugginess is just, ugh, I hate well, it.
1: Not only that, the way, the way the, um, the visitor's sideline right. is, is, the the is in the sun, the game long, yeah. and that's not good. I don't buy this stuff. You know me, I'm, I'm, um, uh, I'm a, a, a physiologist. I'm a scientist, and uh, you know, the adaptation to heat. Play practice in the heat, so you get used. To it. You don't get used to that. I mean, the, the the physiological adaptation to being exposed to heat or exercising heat, first of all, takes several weeks to develop. And what it does is it, it it ups your sweat gland capacity. You sweat profusely because the 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 operative triage of your body is to not let your body temperature go up because that'll That'll right. uh, uh, fry egg your brain. Okay, so you don't do that. So all, all practicing in the heat and getting a lot of heat is getting you adapt to sweat like a stuck pig or that's bleed like a stuck pig. But that's okay. You get the you get, yeah, I get the saying. point. You get the point. All right. You're, you're just gonna sweat like Niagara Falls, and you better replace that fluid right away. I mean, your body does it because it says well, we got a thirst mechanism. Fires off in your brain. And say go drink something. Stupid. You know. But uh, they're they're going to have to do that if if they get anything out of playing in all this heat or practicing the heat practicing indoors turning up the thermostat and all that is they're they're just going to they've just made themselves sweat more profusely so I don't I don't buy that kind of stuff uh, I I think you know you you've got a well I think, it's, in. I
0: think it's I think it's psychological too. I think you can can, when you're down there. You can say, "I we've trained for this," Um, but but I do think I do think they need to get up and get out, get get up on them and stay up on them because I think they could. There's the potential to really wilt in that fourth quarter. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I I, I, people think I'm I'm you know I've talked to folks. Oh, you're making too big deal of the heat. I mean, look, I was I I was I was at the Arizona State game. I saw what happened against Oregon. I've seen MSU wilt in the heat in the fourth quarter repeatedly. Uh, in those in those contests, I've watched them play absolute crap, terrible games against FCS teams in the muggy first game. You know that those sticky uh, Friday night games where it's yeah, all yeah. you know it's it's 80. it's been raining
1: during the day. Yeah, exactly. It rained all during the week. It f- <clears throat> finally lit up at four o'clock in the afternoon. Game day, um, the uh, field becomes an evaporating sponge. Right. You know uh, during the game like that. Yeah,
0: and so in in you <clears throat> know the only the only thing there might be is some storms, maybe there's some lightning and you get a you get a delay and then the you know there's some cloud cover so it's it's not as it's not as sunny but I I think
1: I hear here there's supposed to be a fair amount of clouds so right. they're not going to get the you know the the sun Reflecting off everything quite as bad. Right. So, what I, Does Miami play grass field? I don't
0: know. No, it's the Dolphins stadium. I don't know what, it. I don't know what the turf oh, is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I will. I will. I'm going to Google that for the Dolphins stadium turf. Yeah. Um, Cause
1: if it's artificial, it's awful to play in the heat and that, that acts just like a, a fry pan. Hard um,
0: rock stadium. Of course it's hard rock stadium. Oh, That's so ridiculous. God. Uh It's grass.
1: It's grass. Okay, that's good.
0: That's yeah, good. it does. It that's has.
1: Good. Yep, that's not correct. only is it grass. I remember seeing. It, it's probably um, bent grass. You know, things you put on fairways or greens at, at golf courses. Cause well, that grows.
0: I, it's whatever. Well, what I'm saying,
1: it makes a fast track.
0: Well, it's it, it, Tiffway four hundred and nineteen Bermuda grass, and that's how I know we need to we need to wrap up this podcast. We're talking about the yeah, grass, we're talking the about grass. Yes. so uh, and not the kind that you can sell legally now in Illinois. Um, <laughs> so the, <laughs> um, down the street from where I live, because there's a dispensary in every corner now. Um, so in any event, uh, I, I think. Um, I think this is a great game for MSU. I think preseason, we both had this circled as a, you know, that's going to be a loss. Definitive no, it, loss. Yeah. Definitive loss. I, I don't feel that way anymore. The line was 17 and a half points for Miami or something before the year. Last time I checked this evening, it was six. It was six. So, um, you know, give figure three points for home field advantage and, and, in, in you know, Vegas is saying, quote unquote, that the teams are three points apart. That's not really how Vegas works, but close enough. They seem to hit it, hit it close enough. Um, what's your prediction take? What are you, uh, final thought?
1: Well, earlier today, I'm, I'm, I'm I was thinking, uh, cause you know, me, I'm, I'm, uh, always the. I'm trained skeptic, right? It's, it's part of my training. Oh trainee. boy. It's, yeah. that's, that's an excuse.
0: That's yeah. an excuse for being a pessimist as yeah, I always right, say.
1: Right, right. Exactly. You know, it's an intellectual pessimist. <laughs> oh I mean, geez. Okay. So I, 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 was, I was, I was really not sold on, on Spartans defense. In fact, I saw a lot of, a lot of canaries in the coal mine there and they haven't really been tested. I don't think they've gotten a good test. I, and I, I was thinking, you know, like Miami could, Put up over 30 on them. I mean, last year people were putting up over 45 on them. And uh, I know they've gotten some new players in there, but they haven't learned the system yet. I hate Ben, but don't break defenses. I hate this two linebacker playing. You know, it's, it's, you know, John L. Bandit. It's all the same crap. You know, it's, 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 you know, all designed for these spread offenses or whatever. And didn't you tell me that the the Tucker philosophy is to spread them to the outside? Or, or no,
0: no, no. You, you, want to funnel them to the middle.
1: Oh, well that's good. All right. You know, I feel better. So, but I was thinking really like 34, 24. Now I'm listening to you though. And I'm, I'm going to say, um, uh, Geiger's going to hit a 49 yard field goal to win a 27,
0: 24. Uh, Michael Geiger doesn't play for state anymore, Ted.
1: Well, whatever. He's going to come out of retirement (laughs) and uh, sign a free agent contract. Part of the part of the old Matt, old Matt, geezers, Matt Mc, graduate Mc, uh, portal.
0: It's it's McLovin,
1: Mc, Mc, McLovin, yeah, McLovin Mc, or McNovlin. No, no McLovin. He, 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 well, whatever the case, Matt, maybe Matt Coglin is is the yeah. Goughlin, yeah. He's going to hit Goughlin a 49 wins. winner yarder to win it. Uh, you know, with a minute to go in a game. So I'll say twenty-seven twenty-four now. Okay. Michigan State. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm going to go. I'm going to go thirty-one twenty-seven. MSU. Um, I think. I I just it, so appreciative of the execution I'm seeing on offense, and I think that you know there's something to be said for a team gaining confidence and being able to play with confidence. It's not just mm-hmm. a rah rah thing. It's knowing. It's being able to step into your throw. It's not hesitating, uh, and that's what I'm seeing from Thorn in the offense. Is an offense that is confident in their own abilities, and you can they they're gonna be tested but you can make plays if you against this miami defense um if you if you if you execute and I think Tucker's you know preaching of execution don't get all riled up Miami's the flash miami's the you they're the they're the big big loud barking a lot um type of that's kind of their team they're flashy yeah. um they're a Ooh. lot of a lot of sizzle what I'm seeing from state is slowly becoming better and better quality stake. And they're yep. they're still a year, probably two years away from really being championship level, um, but they aren't ground chuck anymore. And I think that <laughs> they. I'm kind of hungry. Sorry, um, but the, I am. I need. To <laughs> I eat. thought you got dinner. No, I, I didn't. I, I had to do. I, I I didn't get a chance to. So that's oh, um, okay. I'll, I'll be fine. Um, so, anyways, the point is, state has at least on offense the ability to execute. I am worried about the defense. I think they'll give up points. Um, I do think I think the problem with the bend don't break is that they don't have the pass rushers to really force the issue on third down, and they're uh, they're allowing too many fourth and shorts where the opposing coach just wants to go for it. And I think Diaz will go for it too because he he kind of needs the win for his coaching tenure. Right. Um, uh, so, and they don't really have the playmakers to, to make, to get the turnovers. So I think they, they have to rely on really winning first and second down to even put, you know, put them in the third and fourteens where it's, it's, it's just out of reach. Um, but both teams are kind of equal on penalties. Um, I just, I just keep seeing Miami, like they just, their defense plays like their hair's on fire, which is put it out. Where do we go? Where do I go? What do I do? what do I do? Um, and they're running really fast in all different directions. I mean, that, that's that's kind of the lasting impression. Like they'll get really hyped and they'll all rush to one area of the field. And then the opposing person will be on the other end of the field because that's where the play was going. Um, and other times they'll guess right and you just took a four-yard tackle for loss. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so I, this kind of feels like a game of haymakers, more than it is going to be a, a a kind of Big Ten field position game, so I think it'll actually be very exciting. Um, and it wouldn't surprise. Look, it, look, State hasn't really turned it over much. Um, they're I think they're minus one in turnovers on the year, two fumbles against the one interception.
1: Uh, and I'm not, and I'm not going to be able to see the game
0: either. Well, that's that's important for the people listening to know, Dad.
1: Well, yeah, they should. I want them to feel sorry for me. That's right.
0: Well, I I will. I'll try not to keep you. I'll try not to spoil it for you. But, anyways, I I think it's a great litmus test. Now, Um, you know, as long as as long as it's not a blowout against MSU, I think you can. You're probably going to come away from it feeling pretty okay. Um, And you know, hopefully, it's something they learn from win or lose. So, um, Dad. Thank you for joining us. Uh, hey, we,
1: son, it's been it's been a blast. Absolutely, to, to do this, this these these phone calls we usually have just to ourselves, and now now we get to share share it with the uh, the the wide world of uh, Spartan. Podcasts,
0: yeah, all the whole whole three dozen people that listen to this, but that's that's okay. right. Yeah. No, 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 and uh, I hope hope we hopefully hopefully Tucker gives us a chance to go back to the Rose Bowl because that was, you know, admittedly one of the best memories of my life oh, with you guys, with the, you, the so. best
1: memory in in football land uh, with you, uh, especially, but all in my my decades of watching this, that that is something I'll I'll, I'll cherish for yeah. the rest of my life. Uh, that was one heck of a a weekend and one heck of a game never forget that yeah
0: well i'm happy we could share that hopefully we get to share another one and um we will we're gonna see in a couple days how this all shakes out uh thanks again for taking the time and uh go green
1: go white